A good shepherd keeps the church family together. John chapter 10 verse 12. Bible said the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. Write this down. One of your responsibilities as a shepherd, as a, a leader, as a good person, right? Good people don't set confusion among people. I'm telling you. Good people, number two, don't behave like hypocrites. You know, how do you behave like a hypocrite? You behave like a hypocrite when you are in an environment. And then someone comes to you, a party comes to you to say, Oh, as for these people, hey, they are some way. And then you begin to behave like, eh, hey, is that so? Ah, I thought that these people, they are, eh, hey, these people, I'll show them. You are behaving like a hypocrite. Amen. A leader must know that in every environment, there are issues. Well, that's, that's a knowledge that must prevail. There are those that major on issues. They are those that major on solutions. God has created us in such a way with the wisdom to become solutions to our world. Not to add to the problem. Some people major on problems too much. It is not a big deal that in a church there are issues here and there. It's not news. Even in heaven, the Bible said there was a big problem. And that problem caused a war in heaven. So if today Russia is fighting Ukraine, it's, it's not news. There was war in heaven. If there's a problem in church, it, should, it shouldn't be, I mean, it shouldn't be news. But what we should aim at is a sense of God. We should aim at how can we make things better. Rather than how we get angry when we hear certain things. That's hypocrisy. Eh? The pastor spoke that way. Hey. You see? You are behaving like your uncle in your family has not spoken a certain way before. Are you here with me? You are behaving like in your workplace. Nobody has... You see? You make the whole thing look like it's so strange. The pastor is a human being, my dear. The pastor is a human being. He's a man of God, but before a man of God, he's, he's first a man. Bible says Jesus got angry one day. He took a whip, he turned tables, and, but he was still Jesus. If one day you come to church, the pastor is angry, the pastor is firing. Why, why did you do this? But I say, hey, so Makosiano. Amen. It's normal. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, have this mindset. I am here to bring the people together. Someone may come to you and say, oh, this pastor has done this to me. Instead of taking sides, think about the kingdom of God. Look, let us have a heart for God's kingdom. It is a heart that is greater than any problem around. You tell the person, oh, calm down. Maybe, maybe he was hungry. Maybe he doesn't have money. Maybe he's frustrated. You know? You see, if you're a good person, you make excuses for people. 
Are you here with me at all? A bad person always wants to feed off negative things. You see that? And so because of that, many people have been discouraged in the work of God. In this work, there will be issues. Write this down. Write this down. A shepherd does not scatter people. A shepherd gathers people. A shepherd does not scatter people. A shepherd gathers people. Also write this down. The longer a group of people stay together in one environment, the easier it is for them to step on the toes of each other. The longer a group of people stay together in one environment, the easier it is for them to step on the toes of each other. So after we have been together for a long time, you begin to realize that it is easy for me to offend you and it is easy for you to offend me. However, we make a decision. We are not scatterers. We are gatherers. Our ultimate motivation is love. So the closer we become, the more we deny ourselves. Praise the Lord Jesus. Don't let your words drive people away. Let your words bring people together. And God will richly bless you. Hallelujah. Write this down. As a shepherd, don't take sides easily. Don't take sides easily. If you want to be a good leader, when someone comes to report someone to you, don't jump to conclusion. People are wicked. People are what? Wicked. And particularly in a church setup, people want favors with certain people. People may present a case in a way that will make others look so bad. If you are wise, hear the side of the other person. I'm telling you, let your heart not react quickly. An act of wisdom is patience. Being able to hear a matter and being able to judge a matter. Bible says that he who is spiritual judges all things. And in judgment, there is balance. Find out why the other person did what they did. Praise the Lord Jesus. Don't take sides easily. When someone reports something to you, oh, this person did this thing. Don't just quickly get angry and say, why did you do this thing? They said they, they, they called you. You didn't pick your phone. They, don't do that. Call the other person too. I heard they called you, didn't pick your phone. What happened? Oh, please, my phone was not by me. So it wasn't intentional. Oh, I won't do that. Take them for their word. Explain to the other person. Bring, be a unifier. Don't quickly say, oh, that boy, son or you. Son boy, we. Son or you. You are dividing people. You are dividing the church of God. Hallelujah. Don't divide. Write this down. As a shepherd, don't gossip. <laughs> As a shepherd, don't do what? Don't gossip. 
Some people enjoy gossiping more than so winning. Yes. They enjoy gossiping. You send two people out, they will never speak to a soul. They will speak to themselves till the time is up, then they will come. And half of the content is gossiping. Gossiping. People never give. They talk about those who are giving. Hallelujah. People never pray. They talk about how somebody is praying. You two people meet and they are talking about somebody's prayer. Say, so mm, the way all bomb pie, you know? And then they begin to laugh. <laughs> then they begin to memorize some people's tongues and they begin to. And then some people can gossip and say that that tongues now all kind of cry. Yeah, original, yeah, correct. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, stop the gossip. Someone can get up, is about to sow a seed, and you see two people, they won't get up and sow a seed, they won't give, and then they are gossiping. So, we, Oniska, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Are you in somebody's pocket? Stop the gossiping. You know, this is what, you know, you, sometimes you gossip, someone hears it. The person you gossip about can hear it and their faith is destroyed. Because the person says, ah, you a leader and you can gossip about me. I won't go to church again. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. If you want to gossip, gossip about Jesus Christ. Talk about how he went to Mary's home, went to Martha's home, went to eat. Talk about Jesus Christ. Are you here with me at all? Yes. Next thing, write this down. Don't destroy the relationship of others. As a shepherd, don't destroy the relationship of who? Others. You can easily destroy the relationship of others. There are many good friends who are no more good friends because a shepherd got in between them. Don't do that. Don't be saying bad things about others to people who love them. Shepherds don't do that. Be a unifier. Bring people together. When people talk about bad things about the church, about leaders, encourage them. Encourage them. Many of these people, when you discourage them, they fall back into the hands of the devil and they are destroyed. No matter how bad a church is, it's better than a club. I'm telling you. No matter how bad a church is, it is better than a club. See the good in what we are doing. Become a unifier. Hallelujah. Build the church of God. Become an example set an example become a good shepherd care for others raise others up encourage others help people who cannot pray to pray help people who cannot study their bible to study help people who are not preaching the gospel to preach be the leader help people who are not giving to give 
God needs shepherds to raise his people for this end time agenda. And you are the only hope. You are the leader. You are the light. Take your place. Ask yourself, why are you here? You know, Mordecai told Esther, you are here for such a time as this. Do you know that you are irreplaceable? There's a work God has given you here. No one can do it. And before you leave, you are expected not only to do the work, but to raise an army of people. Let's inspire each other onto good works. Yesterday we visited a pastor and he said, some church members came to his home and they saw where he was living and they said, the place is too small. He said, well, I like it. That's, that's, what, I, 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 that's, that's what I like. He said, no. He said, three church members looked for a land, bought the land, built a house, and told the pastor, move here. We don't like where you are staying. Now, the purpose of that kind of thing is that, you see, they have set a strain in motion. It's a legacy. I'm telling you, it's a legacy. And anywhere this will be mentioned, that's why Jesus told the people, don't stop her. Don't stop her. She's breaking an alabaster box on my feet. You know, the next day I'll wipe it. I'll wipe it. It's not like I need perfume on my feet. That's not the point. But it is needed to be done so that people can actually value the things of God. He said, wherever my name will be mentioned, this will also be mentioned as a memorial. So there are things that are memorials in the kingdom of God. And generations will come and hear it and it will stir up something. There will be a continuation. What you didn't see your father do is difficult for you to do. What you didn't see your mother do is very difficult for you to do. But if they created a certain template, you stand on their shoulder, you will do more. Be that example. Be that light. Be that light. Are you here with me at all? Among your friends, be that example. Be the one that prays the most. Be the one that gives the most. It should be an open secret. It should be an open secret. It is said that John D. Rockefeller gave $500 million to the advancement of the gospel. How did they know? He was keeping record. It was an agenda. 18th century, 200 years ago, in the 18th century, he gave $500 million. Even today, how much is $500 million? 200 years ago, the man's total contribution to the advancement of God's kingdom was $500 million. And before he died, he said it's a shame for a rich man to die rich. It's a shame for a rich man. He emptied himself for the advancement of God's kingdom. It's a legacy. I've read the Bible many times, but he's one man that stirred up a certain passion to want to be relevant in a certain way. I always told myself in every church that I'll go to, I'll be the biggest giver. In offerings, in tithe, when I'm going to church, I'll make sure that in that service, my offering is the best. There's a way to think like that. And when you do that, it's easy to have authority to speak like that. Hallelujah. Be an example. 
be a good shepherd. Lay your life down for the sheep and God will bless you.